0: Hello and thank you for joining me for another episode of Tag Talks. Today, um, I am meeting with Wendy Zelazny, Director of Member Relations of the Fredericksburg Regional Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Wendy and I had the pleasure of spending the back half of our week in beautiful Lexington, Kentucky, uh, the bluegrass state, uh, for a Chamber of Commerce executives uh, conference, which was absolutely wonderful. Um, so Wendy has been kind enough to take uh, a few minutes of her time um, before we all hop back in the car or hop back on a plane or or, or uh, get to do a little uh, tourism here in the uh, bluegrass state. So um, join us as we uh, talk a little bit about chambers, uh, the business community, and uh, some of the the advantages and challenges that we face within the industry. So Wendy, thank you for joining me today. How'd you enjoy the conference
1: oh i I am just on fire today. I really am I'm on fire. I thought this was amazing. That's I big. got so much out of it and uh, met so many great people. How about you
0: same same. This is my favorite every year it's um it's uh, and there's always good locations and, yes. and good people and yeah it's uh it's it's been a great week um, so uh, before we get into some of the general questions um can you give our listeners a little bit of an overview and introduction to yourself, your role with uh, Fredericksburg, um, and some of the specific responsibilities you have within your chamber?
1: Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, so, I am the, the Director of Member Relations, and what that translates to is uh, kind of primarily, I'm in charge of uh, sales, getting new members. Um, onboarding those new members, connecting those new members, uh, trying to sort of uh, lead them and steer them uh, on their journey in the chamber, Uh, connecting them to other team members. We have a great uh, marketing and social media manager. Uh, She frequently will sit down and meet with new members uh, who we find in many cases uh, know they should be on social media really aren't sure how to get involved with that, especially some of our small business owners, so I'll connect them to her. If members have uh, young uh, professional staffers or their are young uh, business owners themselves, I'll connect them to another chamber member, uh, staffer, Kyle Foll. He heads up our uh, rebranded uh, young professionals program called C- CNYP. Um, and they they do a lot of professional development, civic outreach, social business networking. It's really a great, Starting off, jumping off point for a young professional. And then um, we have, of course, our legislative director, who you know, Kyle Allwine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, is very involved in advocacy and policy and policy programs. At the same time, I'm also kind of a Swiss Army knife, like <laughs> all chamber people, right? I mean, yes. you know how that goes. So yes. I also. Um, run our business after hours program, which is our monthly pure networking uh, program hosted by a member of business. I also um, organize and help uh, run our lead share groups, which are like b business to business referral groups, which are really valued by Small business owners, um, you know, there's always the insurance broker, the bank, the mortgage broker, the marketing person, but it's a great way to develop trust and relationship across a broad cross section of the chamber community for people that maybe don't have a lot of time to do that, but value that and know that's a big part of building their business. Yeah. So I try to lead people to those, um, and I'm, you know, I'm constantly trying to develop new groups like that for people. Um, You know, I look where there's a need and I try and kind of fill it, uh, like all of us do. Um, Any of our other larger programs, like our gala, we have a new uh, staff member, Tabitha Hall, who's heading up the gala effort every year, and our chamber network of uh, enterprising women, our women's group but i you know if there's a need i'll help with that we all work on the gala that's an all hands on deck cuz oh, yeah. i'm sure yours is yeah um so so that's kind of how it goes i mean it's whatever's needed i'm there <laughs> yeah
0: very much so. a lot of it wasn't in the job description <laughs> right. responsibility so yeah um and yeah you uh are uh i believe it's CNYP yes yeah it's C-N-Y-P. very C-N-Y-P. similar to what most of our listeners know as, as our thrive organization with their I'm Professionals. I love so, that name. Um, yeah, the, and it's we're very lucky to have a, a very strong group. We have Ann uh, Baumler who uh, heads that up from a staff standpoint, and, and yeah, we've very, very good quality group of uh, professionals, and, and obviously the our next crop of leadership within yes. our community and your community yes, as well. Exactly. So we want um, to help develop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Kyle. Uh, is probably one of my absolute favorite people. Um, <laughs> I don't get to see him quite as much as I used to. Right. I know he's he's taken on some some different roles yes. as well. Um, so I used to get to see him a little bit more throughout the year, but um, but now Kyle's Kyle's an absolutely wonderful individual. Um, I'm sure he's doing some some wonderful things for your team. Yes, uh, especially this year during our legislative. Uh, yes. Session, the General Assembly is, um, is the one that, that all hands on deck when it comes to your team, my yes. team, all of our Chamber teams, um, and I don't think that's going to slow down any time in the next few years. Yeah. No, so no, the that's the advocating
1: for business and legislation that affects business has really, uh, this year has been a high watermark as far as the work that needs to be done by mm-hmm. Chambers, I
0: think. Yeah. Um, yeah, for our absolutely. Membership. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: it's the you're, you're the unsung heroes. I think <laughs> of the business committee, right? Yes. You know, very much. The child's down there, and he's yeah. fighting the fight, and so are you. It's yeah. tough.
0: Yeah, I, those those are members of the chamber that I think, while they don't typically get a lot of the visibility when it comes to a lot of our signature events, um, the reality is without those individuals mm-hmm. leading the way, I mean we really don't have a vision, mission, purpose. Um, yeah. and, and I think, or at least I hope, that in the, in the coming months and, and years, um, as we continue to have some of these, these uh, tougher discussions uh, within General Assembly that um, our membership, our, our public in general becomes more aware of, of what those efforts are that we
1: Yes, and I think one thing that Kyle's doing that's been helpful, and obviously you're doing something similar with the podcasts. Um, just that alone, he's been doing more of the Facebook Lives from the GAB. Oh Live. wow! Yes. Okay. He, he and our CEO Susan Spears have been going down there, bringing a team of members, board members, oh, and uh, actually doing Facebook Lives from from the from the GAB building, updating like in real time on what's happening what's at stake. He's also been sending out musters to the membership. We've had, um, last week before I left, we were doing uh, phone calls to members to uh, ask them to you know, reach out and letting them know what the issues are that's
0: been a huge focus. Wow, that's a great idea with the Facebook Live. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. And knowing Kyle, I don't think he has any problem being behind, <laughs> in front of a camera. No. So, that's wonderful. Yeah.
1: I love you Kyle, I promise buddy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's awesome. He's got
0: the personality for it.
1: Yes, he true. does,
0: very much so. Um, so, can you give me a little bit, uh, we're both, uh, our backgrounds are both with regional chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for the benefit of both my listeners uh the listeners obviously up in your community can you talk a little bit about um how you function as a regional chamber opposed to what might be a a a chamber for a particular town or a particular city Mm -hmm. um, and how you all manage that with the different uh chambers scattered throughout your region
1: sure absolutely um, so we see ourselves as the voice of the business community, that's our tag, and that's our mission is to, um, to be that voice, to be that advocate, to be that convener uh, for businesses. So we really have five regions and the three uh, military commands. So we have Quantico, uh, Dahlgren, and A.P. Hill are all in our chamber and we have uh one city fredericksburg and four counties that are part of our chamber now two of those counties are a little bit more rural and they do have their own chambers currently Um, but they are a little bit different from us Uh, we are a real business chamber where we are monday through friday business hours eight to five Um, obviously we have some evening events as well but we don't do weekend events. We don't do parades, festivals, anything like that. And some of those smaller chambers do, and there's a need for that um, in those communities. Um, That just is not, that's not what we do. Um, So I think that's the difference there. Um, In many cases, they do serve a need. It's It's just how it is, but it's very different for us.
0: Yeah. We're very similar, uh, almost identical in that, that way. Um, I don't, you all don't have a CVB tourism division within your No, we do not. Every, yeah. every
1: single, uh, either county or city has their own economic development and tourism.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And that's, we're very similar. And it's one thing that's always nice, especially when we do get together with their you, Kyle, um, Susan, um, while while the makeup is slightly different, uh, a lot of how we're structured is similar. Mm-hmm. You have the the five constituencies along with the three military bases. Yes. We have the five south side cities along with multiple military uh, installations. Um, we don't have I guess what you call competing chambers per se, mm-hmm. um, whereas our chamber say on the Virginia Peninsula is really more, they do their thing, we kind of do our thing, right. we try to collaborate as much as so possible. So do we. Yeah. yeah. And
1: we have a Main Street also in the city of Fredericksburg, a Main Street organization oh, that okay. we also do collaborate with whenever oh, possible gotcha.
0: okay.
1: um, and support. And I. I collaborate on anything that I can with economic development and tourism in depending where the events are happening. I try to like say a ribbon cutting yeah I collaborate with them, and we all work very well together. Gotcha. we all play well together
0: yeah <laughs> yeah very much actually we're I'm very lucky to have a, a, a few uh, economic development teams in particular that are great about partnering up, which is always nice when you've got all the hundreds of if not thousands of, of numbers and businesses all looking for doing mm-hmm. that and to be able to reach out and say, hey, I, we can't do this, but can you guys help? Or, exactly. Can you reach out to a particular mayor? So that having those resources, especially if they're willing to work with you, mm-hmm. can be absolutely invaluable because we're absolutely. all on fairly minimal staffs so and minimal time to be able to do all that. But we obviously want to serve the business community. See? right
1: and we have similar goals I mean yeah. so it only it makes sense to work together yeah. I think and it just mm-hmm. makes it better. and the bottom line is it makes it a better experience for the business owner and in yeah. the end that's the goal yeah
0: you know absolutely that's- yes very much so um, the so for Fredericksburg in particular and for for the Chamber um, what would you say right now are some of the the most positive trends um, for Fredericksburg, for the Fredericksburg business community, for, the, for your chamber, your team?
1: Um, we're just seeing explosive growth. Explosive wow, really? Growth. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, our biggest legislative issue until sort of the some of the business legislation that's come along recently has been transportation in our region yeah. and that's why. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our region is, uh, you know, people talk about the fear of turning into, you know, Alexandria uh, the, wow. the Fairfaxification of our region, yeah. which, you know, that's growth and it's good, it's positive growth. What we're seeing is the compression of Richmond coming up from the south, NOVA coming down from the north and meeting in the middle. I have a number of uh, members who are headquartered in Richmond. Uh, I have some from NOVA, some from uh, Manassas area. Because they're doing business in our region, they're moving into our region, they're opening up, you know, offices in our region, and that's good news for us. Yeah. Um, our region has changed dramatically since I moved there 20, 21 years ago. It's unrecognizable, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Development has exploded, um, but we're doing everything we can to, you know, build the infrastructure to keep up with it. Yeah. We really are a little bit behind, but that's, you know, that's a financial thing, and that's one of the things the chamber is great at. We're advocating. Yeah and working on that. I know
0: that's. So in relation to, and for those who may be listening and may or may not be familiar with Fredericksburg community or the region, um, Mary Washington plays a large part. Mm -hmm. And when I say Mary Washington, Mary Washington University plays a large part. And um, like any university, four year university, in the the makeup of their community um so when you when you're talking about a lot of that development are you seeing a lot of the development around the university um your your community is somewhat split i guess why right. uh was it 95 64 yeah, it's 64 95, 95,
1: 95. It's 95. Yeah. somewhat not kind of runs through um the counties um two of our two of our counties are um are not, are not adjacent, well, they are partially adjacent to 95, but um, not so, it's not so much the university because we have University of Mary Washington uh, has one campus in Fredericksburg City and then another campus in the, is in Stafford County. So the 95 does bisect those two. Gotcha. Um, however, we also have Germ- Germanic Community College plays a large role too, and especially in workforce development both of those institutions, because they have a whole FREDCAT, which is a technical vocational school, and they're tied into the um, high schools in the region, nice. and for certification programs, things like that. And um, that's been a large part of our workforce initiative is coordinating, and now they've reached, they have an agreement with University of Mary Washington, where they're wow. going to funnel some of their two-year associate's degree programs. When they graduate from their program, they're automatically enrolled at University of Mary Washington. That's invaluable, especially with today's
0: workforce needs. Yes, Um, exactly. We're seeing that very much on the south side with more of the school systems, Tidewater Community College, uh, and the four-year universities all starting to recognize that the partnerships need to start taking place at a much younger age. Yes. Um, In addition to the CTE programs within those schools, but I, I know some of those discussions are even starting to be had at the elementary school level. Right. From, from, a, from a, essentially a branding standpoint of, of children and family understanding yes. that the workforce needs of our communities. And it's not unique to the 757. Right. I mean, that's happening in your community. It's oh, yeah. happening all over the country where skills-based uh, workforce development is, is the future right now. And, right, and it's not just go get a four-year degree and, and yeah. let's hope for the best. So. No,
1: not at all, not at all. So we have a Discover Your Future program that is a partnership with the schools. It's under our um, foundation and um, that is geared towards, uh, they've, de- they've determined that eighth grade is the ideal time to try to talk to kids about career paths. So we have our members take booze. it's free, they trick them out to be as interactive as possible and they're organizing career clusters mm-hmm. and all the eighth graders in the region are bust in and they get to go through these. Wow. Yeah, and the idea is hopefully they will have some inkling of where they might want to end up. So they will take electives in high school or coursework in high school that will lead them to that end goal, either Votech, or maybe a four year liberal arts or maybe right into the job force, whatever it might be. Yeah. So um, but people are very focused on that and so bootstrapping a workforce is yes. really a focus for us right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: So for all of our listeners in the 757, it's not just us, it's everywhere. <laughs> no, it is so, everywhere. Um, which is good because I, as that happens, I think you're starting to see where, though we do need to deal with it on a, on a community level, mm-hmm. Um, I think you're starting to see and hear more resources becoming available at state levels and national levels because we're all falling into the same situation. Mm -hmm. This isn't just a Virginia port issue or a Newport News shipbuilding issue on the south side. or. Um, a manufacturing issue in western virginia i mean this is across the board issue. yeah
1: it's not just blue-collar jobs which i think is what people think a lot it's white collar it's blue collar it's everything is being affected by this with the unemployment rates being so low um Workforce is is really an attracting workforce and having things in your region that are attractive to yeah. skilled workforce yeah. is going to be the challenge yeah. and it's you know And I think what was interesting at the conference is people the idea of collaboration yes. That came up over and over again. Yes. and that is going to be the key to success.
0: Yeah. Yes, absolutely um, so we talked about obviously growth is a major positive for you. Um, I was going to address uh, challenges, but we talked about that a little bit with the workforce. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk to uh, the topic of transportation? Because um, while it's a major topic of conversation for those of you in the Fredericksburg mm-hmm. community, um, it's something that we've had to address obviously in the in the seven five seven and and our to their credit, we're, we've done a really good job of starting to uh, develop through our HR HRTAC program, mm-hmm. the ability to start to make some major improvements, but what you all deal with is unique from the standpoint that because of where you're situated on I-95, it doesn't just affect your business community, but it actually affects the traffic for the large majority of the eastern section of Virginia, mm-hmm. and quite honestly, the business all up and down the East Coast. Exactly. So how, how are you addressing that as a chamber, and how is the community addressing that?
1: Well, I know um, one of the ways the communities are addressing it is trying to Um, develop more of the live work play environment so a lot of the development that's coming in is being sold and developed as more live work play the idea is let's have the jobs here in the region and let's face it a lot of people now do telecommute several days a week Um, so more telecommuting or more having the jobs there in the region so people are not getting on 95 Um, we are you know we've, we've Extend, the hotlands have been extended down, eventually they're hoping to extend them all the way to Richmond, that will take some of the burden off, yeah. but with the growth and the projected numbers for growth, um, it's we're, it's always going to be an issue, yeah. and I think that's part of the, the, the story is that it will probably always be an issue. Um, but it's something we're constantly we're constantly trying to advocate try to get more money into the region uh, from the state and federal levels to improve the infrastructure we're widening 95 adding lanes but again we're, we're working on the bridges but while all this work goes on that affects traffic so it's a catch-22 <laughs> yeah you know people are excited to see the work but then when they realize it means oh my gosh there's yeah. going to be Backlog you know we 're going to be stuck in traffic for a couple of years potentially yeah. it 's unavoidable unfortunately
0: yeah, yeah. well and, and I do think you see it a little bit in Hampton roads um, but but I know you 're a little bit closer to mm-hmm. d c yes so I think to a certain extent the 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 individuals who are are coming into that market are are a bit more accustomed to managing that, that whole uh, commuter environment and, right. and the working from home opposed to going in, say, five days a week. They're only mm-hmm. going in a couple of days a week. Um, so uh, it's interesting to hear how so much of what has been going on in the D.C.-Baltimore area, Northern Virginia corridor, is starting to trickle down oh, yeah. as a community like Fredericksburg goes from being essentially a uh, a suburb of mm-hmm. D.C., and maybe a long commute. Right. To now, you all are right there in the mix. We're I mean, in the mix. Yeah. It's it's I mean, no really longer are. just a hey. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you're driving all the oh, way no. to Fredericksburg. Now it's kind of almost expected.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. It's very common. You know, we try to encourage the van pool and the rideshare and the VRE, but the reality of that is that. Uh, the hours that those uh, modes of transportation run are very limited. So if uh, your wow. schedule doesn't coincide, VRE stops running around seven o'clock at night from DC. Oh wow! Yeah, so um, wow. that makes it tough. Yeah. If you go to a reception, if you're in, you know, if you're in government, and there are lots of receptions, yeah. um, you are not taking the VRE back home. You're wow. going to have to figure something else out. That's a really
0: good point. Most yeah. people assume, okay, well. 9 to 5, but as you said, I mean, yeah. us being in the chamber world, we're fully well aware of how yeah. many after-hours events take place, oh, sure. so that I can yeah. see where, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's something not everybody would think of right yeah. off the top. No, my son
1: interned on the on the Hill uh, this summer and over the uh, Christmas break, and uh, he needed to be at his office at 8 a.m., So wow. get, and there were days where the VRE didn't run or something happened. Wow. And so I'd have to drive him up, or he'd have to drive up, and then receptions at night, we have to go up again. <laughs> it was wow. wild. Just don't think about it until yeah. we, you know? Yeah. It's interesting. Wow.
0: Um, well, we've got a few more minutes before we need to wrap up. Um, but I, I wanted to get your thoughts, um, because I think this is as relevant to our community as it is to yours, um, and how we function uh, to help support the business community is what do you see as kind of the future of the chambers i mean um, there 's always needs to be some adaptability to mm-hmm. to how everyone does business, um, but what would you say you believed is probably the one trend you see changing the most as far as how we as business organizations serve our business community
1: mm. Well, I mean, I think we'll always be the voice and the convener, but I think we'll change... I think what we'll see changes in is the way that we convene and the issues that we convene around and the things that people... um, the programs people are looking for, the things that will help them are going to change, I think. Yeah. Um, People have less time now than they used to, and at the same time, more and more people are doing the telecommuting, so they're isolated. So people um, want ways to connect with other business people. And uh, what I found interesting uh, today was one of the chambers actually has um, a co-working space in their offices. Yes, and we've talked Grand, about that. Grand Rapids. Yes, yes. And and he talked about business collisions. Hmm. And I know we have a member who has opened up um, a new kind of. It's a, it's, a, it's a luxury apartment complex, okay. but inside that luxury co- apartment complex is a co-working space that they're opening up to the community. And I've tested out the concept with a few members and they love it because they are looking for that sense of community, yeah. but they still want to work at home part of the time. So yeah. it gives people options. Yeah. But I think we're going we're gonna to find that we need to be more flexible and figure out new ways to draw those individuals into the conversation, yeah. honestly. And, a lot of, a lot, and I think there'll be more around the legislative issues as well. Yeah. You know, just judging. And we're going to have to figure out new ways to communicate those messages and get feedback.
0: Absolutely. And we've got to find unique ways to do it because mm-hmm. you just can't do everything by email. No, um, it's, no. It's, it's it's too hard to try to separate your message from everyone else when you're one of the other hundreds of emails that everyone's getting yes. on a day to day. So how do we how do we create that conversation by placing ourselves in unique opportunities to have those discussions? Yes. Um, and it's one reason I I started the the podcast right. was to give me that opportunity to to talk with some of our business leaders, to, to talk from everyone from our smallest entrepreneur to our largest CEO, but to do so in such a way that the, the, the members of our organization and the community as a whole can follow that discussion. Mm-hmm. And doesn't matter whether they're doing it while they're making dinner at night and they're listening on their iPhone or That's if they're the riding in the car and yeah. going home. Cause to your point there's a large contingent of people that just simply can't be physically be where we would like them to be right Monday through Friday but so. they still
1: need us and they want to engage they okay. just don't know how we have to give them a way to do that absolutely I
0: think. absolutely well thank you so much for ah. spending some time with me uh, thanks again for your your uh, your Partnership. While we were at the conference this week, it's always good to see you. It's great to see. Great you. to see your team. Please tell Susan and Kyle and the entire team hello for me. I Traders absolutely will. And, Same, uh, same for your team. I uh, will uh, so, yeah, pass along my hello to everybody. So, and thank you, the listeners of Take Talks, for uh, joining us for this episode. Um, if you'd like to learn more, how do they reach out if they'd like to learn more about Fredericksburg?
1: Oh, sure. Uh, you're, you're welcome to reach out to me. It's uh, W-E-N-D-Y, Wendy, at fxbgchamber.org.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, the website for the chamber?
1: Is um, Fredericksburg Chamber. .org. .org. Well, that's
0: easy. easy. There you go. Very easy. Well, thank you again. That seems too easy. And, uh, and again, thank you for the listeners of Tech Talks, and uh, we'll catch you during the next episode.